With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This, this, this. Put a microphone on the crew chief. Is the Rich Eisen Show. Make the umpires explain that they're reviewing something. The Rich Eisen Show. When a host always talks about something over and over and over and saying, this should happen, this needs to happen, and then it does. Major League umpires will conduct in-park announcements during the replay review process. Today's guests, Basketball Hall of Famer Bill Walton, NFL Films Senior Producer Greg Cosell, plus Basketball Hall of Famer Julius Irving. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We are live in Los Angeles, California for our first full week of April shows in 2022 thrilled that you are here with us the you part on peacock nbc sports on peacock and also sitting here on nbc sports radio audio channel 85 on sirius xm great to chat with everybody on your terrestrial radio outfit or you are potentially listening to us on odyssey streaming us coast to coast However you please, maybe you're listening to us whenever you darn well, please, on our podcast, Cumulus Podcast Network, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. For everything that you miss over the next three hours, we have not one but two Hoops Hall of Famers, Basketball Hall of Famers. We've got Dr. Julius Irving coming up in hour number three of this program and in just about 19 minutes time. The one, the only, Bill Walton will be calling us from New Orleans, Louisiana, where he's part of Westwood One's coverage of tonight's national championship game. Good to see you over there, Christopher Brockman. What up, what up, what up? Good to see you, Jay Felly, as DJ Mikey D is still out here on this program. And fresh back from Los Angeles International Airport, where he hung out at WrestleMania 38, which you did see right here on Peacock. Unless you're somebody like T.J. Jefferson, he personally witnessed everything. Good to see you, T.J. Hey, yo. Good to see everybody here on this program. Uh, Yes, and we'll be talking about uh, your exploits over the weekend. To say the least, I think you're the only one who didn't shotgun broken skull beers of some sort. Uh, <laughs> we did it I before. Saw. We did it before. Got it. Yeah. Well, yeah. we did it just three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, when Stone Cold Steve Austin was here on Steve Austin Day. Um, so let's A uh, more intimate, Rich. Let's just jump right into it here uh, on the program. Go for it. So rare. It's so rare. Uh, I mean, we've said this before, but it's worth uh, pointing out again. It is so rare that you get an all-time great matchup in a win-or-go-home game between two teams that despise one another and fan bases that go at one another. And yes, we've seen Bears-Packers in an NFC championship game in recent years. We've seen the Yankees and Red Sox in an American League championship series. You've seen this type of stuff before. But you've never seen it before on a stage in which it could be the final curtain, to use the Sinatra phrase, for an all-time great 40 years in the business, synonymous with one of the uh, branding of the franchise. It's so rare that there's an all-time great coach-manager involved. And to see this matchup go down for the first time ever in a 
winner-go-home game in the NCAA tournament in the Final Four. To see Duke and Carolina face each other for the first time in the NCAA tournament in the Final Four, and it's Mike Krzyzewski's final ride. It is unprecedented. We, we talked about it. We couldn't think of another situation like it. I called it on Friday the greatest rivalry matchup ever for these circumstances alone. And I understand that this sounds like an exaggeration. The greatest rivalry matchup ever. Stage is set. And to see the stage get set like that and the game to not only meet the expectation level, but exceed it. That's the good stuff. And that's what Duke UNC turned into. And the fact that North Carolina gets the final lead change of the night, the 18th lead change of the night. And that North Carolina is the team to bounce Duke and end Coach K's career is something you couldn't even conjure up. Especially when you now heard, as Nance, Jim Nance was talking about on Saturday night, his first loss as a Duke head coach was against North Carolina, and his last loss as Duke head coach was against North Carolina. And in his entire run, Coach K's magical run, winningest head coach of all time in NCAA men's basketball. The great rivalry between Duke and North Carolina in the Coach K era ends with 50 wins, 50 losses, straight up. Wow. And there was an 18th lead change in the night. That turned out to be the final one. Unbelievable. What a run for North Carolina in Hubert Davis's first year as head coach there in North Carolina. What a run. They make the tournament as an eight seed because of a late season run. That included ending Coach K's career and Cameron with a loss in front of the Duke crazies, the Cameron crazies. And Duke had a chance to wipe that all out on Saturday night. And they're going back and forth. And I'm living and dying with every possession. And North Carolina is not making a single substitution. It's mm-hmm. It was kind of like Hoosiers. My guys are on the floor. Coach, where are, you, where are your guys? They're, my guys are on the floor. That kid Baycott with his Dude. 90 million rebounds turns his ankle. I couldn't believe that Nance said that was their first substitution of the second half. And it came with five minutes to go. And he came back in the game. And then that stone shot by Love, that three-pointer to make it a two-possession game late. What a stone shot that was. What an absolute guts and glory shot to take a three to make it a two-possession game late and put Duke truly on the outs, barring any sort of unforeseen mishap. And I was even one of the moments I was just screaming it at the my screen and this would be something we'd be talking about today if duke won hubert davis calling a timeout in the middle of his free throw shooter taking two shots at the end of the game when duke doesn't have any timeouts left i i mean i'm sitting here i'm like you're icing your own guy and you're letting coach k set things up for his team but it all worked out in the end and there's no second guessing this This is it, folks. I'm sorry, TJ Jefferson. I know you're a Duke Blue Devil fan, and I know so many of them, and I know folks are going to, who know me, are going to say this is bitter stuff. This is bitter stuff. Because Duke denied the the Fab Five, and Duke's denied so many people throughout the Coach K tenure. And in the same way that people despise Tom Brady, people despise Mike Krzyzewski because 
Always, always great. Always good. Never dips. Always there. When are you going to leave? Oh, you're not leaving. Still, you're still there. <laughs> Even now, people are thinking, Coach K can't walk away from this now the way that it ends. You're one of those folks. Yeah, of course. Waiting to hear that Coach K is going to tell John Shire, you know, <laughs> take, a, take a sheet, John. Yeah, hey, hey, relax. I got this. <laughs> another, one more. Give me another 360. Run it yeah, back. You know, we're, we're 365. We'll do this again one more time. One I can't walk time. out one like this. Time. Because, because... There is no argument anymore, which is another remarkable facet of this situation and sequence. As I mentioned, greatest rivalry game ever. We've never seen a matchup between two teams that despise each other for the first time. It happens for the first time in the NCAA tournament. We've never seen it in a do-or-die game for for the first time. You know, Yankees, Red Sox had that one game playoff with Bucky Dent, then they did face each other in the ALCS a couple times. And split. And neither game ended the reign of an all-time great. Unless you want to throw Grady Little in there, but we can talk about that later on. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like the Bears and the Packers. It, It wasn't like Vince Lombardi's last game. Right. We've never seen a situation like this. Ever, which is why I hyped it like this. And now that it's actually happened the way that it's happened, has have we ever seen a situation where, and in terms of a rivalry, it's not cyclical? Like I keep talking about with Michigan, Ohio State, told all these Buckeye fans, at one point, I'm going to come back around. You wait. Took a little bit longer than I wanted to. And it might, you know, it's the reason why I'm living my best life right now. I don't know if I'm going to have something to say this coming November either. But it's hard to not imagine. Or I'll take out the double negative. It's hard to imagine that this is not a conversation anymore between Duke and North Carolina. It's over. It's over. Unless Hubert Davis lasts 39 more years at the job, and Duke and North Carolina face each other in the final of an NCAA tournament in what, 2060? Right? And he's the all-time winningest head coach? In the history of Carolina, he he tells Dean Smith, move over? (laughs) Honestly, you got to, Duke fans have got to wait like four decades to say, got you back. How is this not done? You're a Duke fan. Can you say anything to a North Carolina fan ever again? I mean, you can. I, I you know, I could say something. I understand. But like you know, it, but they're just gonna laugh at you. Just gonna laugh. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, it it it's over. It's not as bad right now. But if tomorrow morning, yes, the Tar Heels are the champions of the world, then. That is really now that is put the whipped cream and the cherry on top of your Sunday. And to Hubert Davis's credit, he was just like those two wins against Duke and Cameron and your final four is not going to do us a darn thing against Kansas. He's already turned the page. He also, you know, like, you know, um, World Series wasn't over when the ball went through Buckner's legs. The gold medal wasn't awarded to the miracle on ice after beating the Russians, you know. But still, like this is a ton of house money. And how about this? Just to bring it all full circle. How about this? That it went from, this is, I mean, it goes from Coach K, Coach K, Coach K. This is his final ride. Yeah. Everything about Coach K. Farewell. And then in, just like that, it's now the Roy Williams Bowl tonight. Yeah. Carolina versus Kansas. Yeah. Roy's going to be sitting there in his mask. Who's he rooting for? I don't know if he's going to have that split mask where it's Kansas on one side and North Carolina on the other. But he's a Tar Heel. He played there. He coached I, under Dean Smith. He's rooting for North Carolina. It's now, right? it's now, it's now the Roy Williams Festival. He'll be sitting there tonight. Which nobody saw coming. Who saw that coming? It's all about Roy Williams now. As Duke gets bounced by North Carolina, the Tar Heels end Coach K's Cameron career <laughs> and then end his Career, period, by beating him in the Final Four. And your guttural reaction, TJ, speaks to how Duke fans can only grunt 
because the conversation and actual conjugation of verbs and sentences formed and paragraphs made and arguments proffered and countered, there's no back and forth anymore in the history of this rivalry. Until, like what, 2060, and Hubert Davis is the winningest coach of all time, and then they face each other in the final game because it can't be in the Sweet 16, can't be in the Elite Eight because this is the Final Four. I mean, this is it. Oh, my goodness. What have we ever seen an all-time rivalry in the history of sport? Just ended in terms of an argument. So are we are we going to ignore? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what are we ignoring? <laughs> he knows what we say. Are we going Coach to, K's whole career. Are we ignoring? It's done. Are, no. are we, all, are we ignoring the, na- the five national championships? No, no, of course not. Because when you say it's over, then it means like this. Does, this is almost like the Cowboys thing where we get crap because we haven't won in a while, right? But we still have five rings and only no, no, two I, other I, teams I, have that. That doesn't wipe it out. I mean, we're gonna, again, Bill Walton's going to join us shortly here and. You know, my life. I'm sure he's going to talk a lot about wooden. I mean, who knows better to have this conversation? Yeah. It doesn't wipe it out. It doesn't out, wipe it out. But, but North a, Carolina has as many dubs, right? There's a pretty yeah. big cloud hanging over it. Now. Yeah, I mean, you're right. This doesn't wipe anything out. No, I mean, his accomplishments are remarkable. I think I saw his, what, his final record is like 1,200 and, 300, 1200 yeah. and something and 300 and something. Yeah, I mean, he it's not like the, 75% of his games. It's not the back to the future photo, but like, no. there's, there's a stink. His accomplishments are his accomplishments. But in terms of you and I arguing over Yankees-Red Sox. Right. In terms of this rivalry. Even even with, you know, Aaron Boone hitting that home run and Bucky Dent hitting that home run. You come back at me and you're like, we were all, you were up 3-0. Yeah. And we won the World Series right. that year. Correct. Yeah. And how many World Series have you won since then? And we can go back and forth. Yeah. And it's all cyclical. Even Michigan-Ohio State, we'll go back and forth. But now, but, it's all cyclical. But nobody was retiring. In the Final Four, in the first time you've ever met. <laughs> right, right. In, in the NCAA tournament. Insane. There's no, there's no there there anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Crazy. Okay, Bill Walton's first up. Julius Irving is last up. And then right in the middle, Greg Cosell, because we're, 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 just, we're just locked in on the draft, man. Let's do it. Three weeks from um, Thursday, Las Vegas, Nevada. It's going to go down. Let's go. It's going to go down. Final pro days happened. Oregon's pro day happened, uh, I believe, on Friday when we were – um, when we were chopping it up on this program with Bucky Brooks talking about Kayvon Thibodeau. Yep. And um, Matt Corral's on tomorrow's program. We just got draft on the brain. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. When we are coming back, it is none other than our great friend, Bill Walton, chiming in from New Orleans. He's part of Westwood's yes. coverage of tonight's national championship game between Kansas and the vanquisher of Duke. <laughs> The duck of death, to use the phrase of back in the day from Unforgiven, North Carolina. That's next right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before we go, I want to talk about the Rogue ST driver with you. Oh, boy, you're going to see a lot of them out there at Augusta National this week. A lot of these Rogue ST drivers out there. It's the, uh, it's the only club, only driver that's built to completely bomb it. Callaway's new Rogue ST driver. Speed tuned to be Callaway's fastest, most stable driver ever. Engineered with a new tungsten speed cartridge. Gives you more speed on off-center hits. Provides more forgiveness thanks to high MOI. But that's just the beginning because Callaway's engineered a rogue ST for every player. Most golfers, we're all going to fit into the Max because of the incredible combination of distance and forgiveness. There's also the Max D, dedicated draw model for players who need more shape correction to their shots. Now, if you need something more low spin, there's the Max LS. But for the true players out there, the Rogue ST Triple Diamond LS Compact Low Spin Head that the tour players love. Wait till you see it at its finest coming up this week. Callaway's thought through every aspect of speed, so all you have to do is go rogue. Find your Rogue ST driver at CallawayGolf.com slash go rogue. We're going Bill Walton when we come back on the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased 
in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed all over the place with Kansas and UNC tonight. And part of that coverage right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll be talking about it all day tomorrow. Uh, Jay Billis of the Worldwide Leader in Sports will be on this program tomorrow to talk about it right here on NBC Sports on Peacock, right here on NBC Sirius XM Channel 85, right here on the Odyssey app. Those of you who are all listening to us there, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for everything that you've missed. But our terrestrial radio audience is about to rejoin us, and that's where we're going we're to bring in in just three seconds' time our next guest. He is back here on the Rich Eisen Show with you, but back here on the program. Love this man. Love everything about him. He's one of the all-time greats in playing basketball collegiately. He's on the NBA 75th all-time, uh, 75th anniversary all-time team, and he's part of Westwood One's coverage of the national championship game tonight. He is the great Bill Walton. How are you, Bill? Championship day. Yeah, this is what we live for, the moment of truth. But right now, we're the moment before the moment of truth. New Orleans, Louisiana. Yeah, wow. History, the past, the present, the future, the War of 1812, the synergies, UNC, North Carolina, Kansas, Dean Smith, Larry Brown, Roy Williams, Danny Manning, the 57 undefeated championship team from North Carolina that beat Kansas by one in that game. That was Wilt. Oh my gosh. UNC that year in 57. I was four. The uh, <laughs> That team was the second of seven undefeated teams in the history of college basketball. Coached by Frank McGuire. They beat Dick Hart that day. Kansas 10 championship games in their illustrious history. North Carolina, 12. UCLA still has the record here. But, wow, what a weekend here in New Orleans, starting off Friday night with the Hall of Fame dinner in the French Quarter. All the new people going in, headlined by Manu. Yeah, the guy that could catch a bat standing still. (laughs) And, And then... Stanford and UConn women, what a game. UConn was just brilliant. Stanford could not break free offensively, and UConn won convincingly before getting just trounced, as everybody did this year, by South Carolina. Congratulations once again to Don Staley. And then Saturday night, oh my gosh, the game of forever. Then we didn't even go to bed. We got up Sunday and went to the Naismith Awards over at the World War II Museum, just a few blocks from where we are at our wonderful hotel. Walker Kessler, he wins the Defensive Player of the Year. Ed Cooley, Providence Coach of the Year, and a remarkable speech. Beth Bass was honored for women's basketball contributions. Oscar Shibwe, he was a player of the year. It was absolutely fantastic. John Calipari, always there for his players, just a spectacular human being getting it done. But the show was just overrun by Jim Nance and his speech. Please Google that speech, YouTube that speech, Jim Nance speech at the Naismith Awards Sunday morning. I study speakers. I study greatness. This was one of the greatest moments of my life. And then we had the Westwood One dinner last night in the French Quarter. That was over the top. And then today, I'm on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm having lunch with Bob Pettit. And then the game tonight. One one moment of sadness, though, before we get going here. Sure. 
is that one of my coaches, Gene Chu, the legend, he passed away today at 90. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Say a prayer, light a candle, and li- live your life and our lives in tribute and honor to the great Gene Chu. But wow, what a game on Saturday night. It sure oh, was, Bill. I mean, that was truly unbelievable. It's so rare that a game that's so looked forward to and so hyped lives up to it and surpasses it. Um, what do you think was the difference in that game on Saturday night? What do you think? Games are won and lost when your best players outplay their best players. And the game that Caleb Love had, the same game that he had against UCLA, uh, Caleb Love is one of those really special dudes. And I love Jamba Juice. And my favorite Jamba Juice is chocolate peanut butter love. And so every time I see Caleb Love, I just think of how happy chocolate peanut butter love makes me and his ability to just score. I mean, the, the ultimately, you know, offense wins and, you know, the greatest offensive players, the guys who can just score when the defense is, is set and dug in, you know, that's Kareem and that's LeBron. And that's Michael Jordan. That's Larry Bird. And that's the, the, the guys who have written the history of this game. And so now, you know, you've got this guy, Caleb Love, and I love underdogs. I, I, uh, this game, this was a movie, this whole scene. And, and, and the, the, the Villanova and Kansas game, I mean, it really never became a game. Mm-hmm. Kansas just played perfect. They've been playing perfect ever since the halftime of the Miami game in the regional finals. And, you know, they will be a, a huge force to be reckoned with tonight. But just talking about Saturday night, man, that game, the fans, I was sitting right in the corner of, of, of the court, mm-hmm. just down the way from uh, where our Westwood One <laughs> broadcast position is. And, and I, you know, I'm the, I'm the prop. I'm the studio guy yes. in that grid shows and everything. And so I, I got this fantastic seat and then the game is right there. And then just at one o'clock for me is the North Carolina band at two thirty is the North Carolina student section. And then directly behind me at six on the clock is the North Carolina fan section with the alumni and the sponsors and the boosters and all the parents and everything. And it was just incredible. And the, you know, there, there's so much animosity. There's so much tension and tenacity and all the different things that go into great athletic competition. And that's just between the fans. And so all this, this, the whole script of how this movie was going to be written, you know, off into the sunset on his big white horse Mescalito and the trap and the incredible uh, storylines of them coming and, and, and then losing and him saying it's unacceptable, we're not done yet and they're coming back and they're playing great and they got all the best players and then Leaky Black <laughs> chocolate peanut butter love, R.J. Davis Brady Manic. I mean Brady Manic, they're going to name a band after him the same way that Pearl Jam named themselves Mookie Blaylock at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Armando Baycott, Armando Baycott, who's such a wonderful player. And, you know, Duke has all the all the stars, all the hype, all the publicity, all of everything. And they've got Coach K here. And then North Carolina, they got Hubert Davis, who a significant number of people there in North Carolina did not want Hubert Davis to be the coach for whatever reasons. And then all of a sudden he becomes the coach. They struggle mightily. They get blown out early by Kentucky in the season. They're not playing well, but then they find a way. And you got Armando Baycott, who's playing fantastic, setting records out there. And then he gets hurt with four or five minutes to go, and then he fouls out. He comes back from the dead. I mean, this was Dan Pastorini on steroids here. (laughs) And so it's all happening in a brilliant scene, and this story is all right there, and every time some team scores, you think the game is over. And then 30 seconds later, it switches, and it's just back and forth and back and forth. And in in the Superdome, which is like this monstrous place, you know, you could fit five other stadiums inside the Superdome. And the fans were just everywhere. There was so much anticipation and joy and angst and and (laughs) suffering and happiness and joy. And it was all right there. And then at the very end of the game, chocolate peanut butter love makes a couple of brilliant (laughs) offensive plays and North Carolina wins the game. And it's like, 
you're writing this story, you're making the movie, it's all right there, you're creating it, you think it's all scripted, and then somebody else comes in and writes the ending to it. Oh my gosh, what a game, what a moment, what a scene. For the rest of my life, Rich, I will be able to say that I was there. I was there, and I, was, and I saw it all. And to see how happy all the winners were and to see how sad all the losers were, that's what makes our lives so great. Yes, it's sport. Yes, it's a platform. Yes, it's a means so much to all of us and to have the fans right there and one of the things that you, that goes on in these moments at, at the highest level you have to learn to embrace and love pressure and risk and doubt and uncertainty because you never know how these things are going to play out i mean it, it it's like you know, a bicycle ride it's like going to a grateful dead concert it's like life itself you never know what's going to happen, and you better be ready for every eventuality. And these guys, it's going to be tough as can be for North Carolina to come back from that because generally what happens in these games is that the team that plays the best on Saturday night, mm -hmm. which was Kansas, Kansas is on fire, and Obachi is just lighting it up out there. David McCormick has never played better in his life. Everybody, Jalen Wilson, Christian Brown, Mitch Lightfoot, Dewan Harris. I mean, these guys are all playing great. The only guy that didn't play well for Kansas on Saturday night is Randy Martin, which is a good sign for Kansas because he can come back now. He'll be on the edge. But generally, who plays best on Saturday night does not play best on Monday night. But the problem for North Carolina, Rich, is that they put so much into that game. And they were celebrating at the end of that game as if it was championship and you cannot get back up for the championship until you come down and hopefully they've been able to come down Baycock's injury is significant here if i'm bill self if i'm kansas i just say okay look the storyline is north carolina because they just beat coach k and they just beat duke and that was the whole deal coming in here we cannot look back. We cannot hold back. They're going to be emotionally tired. Caleb Love and R.J. Davis, Leaky Black, they can play all day long and, and, and never have any sort of problems physically. Brady Manick and Armando Bacop with his ankle, they're not in that same situation here. So if you're Kansas, your mindset is we are going to run, and we are going to run, and we are going to run, and we are not going to stop. And at some point, they're going to wear down. North Carolina does not have the depth, but the stars for Kansas, they have to bring it. And you can't come out. You don't get a championship by sort of like hanging around and hope, hope that the other team is going to not get it done. If your success is based on the failures of others, that's not what championships are all about. No. So these guys from Kansas and the historical ties in between these two schools and the backgrounds of these two states where the, the you know, James Naismith and John McClendon and Bob McAdoo, who's got a son on the North Carolina team, and they got somebody named Puff on the team. I mean, this is like, <laughs> like such a wonderful story for everything. I love underdogs. You know, I do not have a, a personal thing. I love Kansas basketball. I love what Bill Self does. I, I love the transition that he made from the plodding teams to the up and down. Yeah, let's get going. Let's have let's have tons of guys like Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan and all these guys who can really run and really fly. We'll be in perfect condition. We're just going to push the pace all the time. And then the, the North Carolina tradition with all the remarkable players, Billy Cunningham, Bob McAdoo, Michael Jordan, Sam Perkins, James Worthy, all these legends and the champions champions and the coaches and you know and and the fact that Roy Williams you know from Asheville played at North Carolina coached at Kansas coached at North Carolina this game tonight Bill Self and Hubert Davis this is the first time ever in the history of the championship game that the coaches 
are both successors of the same person. That's so, interesting. And then you got Larry Brown, who, who who played at UNC, played for Frank McGuire and Dean Smith, coached at Kansas for wow. five years, won the championship with Danny Manning, and Danny's part of our Westwood One coverage, and it's just absolutely incredible. And Dean Smith, who was born in Kansas, died in North Carolina, <laughs> played at Kansas for Fog Allen, won the NCAA championship in 1952, the year I was born. He was a coaching assistant at KU before he goes to North Carolina. So this is just the harmonic convergence of all things perfection. And now, now it's up to the players. And I love, I love the demeanor of the coaches and I love the fans and their passion. You know, this rock chalk Jayhawk stuff, whatever that means, I'm just not quite sure. And you got all these guys who are just going to be flying in from around the world. And the, the, the challenge for all of us Yes. On this championship moment, it, it, it is to is to bring it back up to where it was because that game of forever on Saturday night that will be forever ingrained in our psyche and that level that level of play the level of intensity the level of commitment and sacrifice and discipline and honor and mental acuity and, and emotional passion that is hard to duplicate. As are you, Bill Walton. As are you, Bill Walton. You are. I. I. I, God, I just. I, honestly, I just love listening to you. I love your passion. I love everything about it. And and you know, in the couple minutes I have you left don't love with you, me, man, I broke your car. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. One day. One day. Yes. I'm gonna make it. One day in my life, I'm gonna make it, and I'm gonna show up at your house. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm gonna and I'm gonna I'm present you. I'm gonna give you a brand new Tesla. Uh, no, no, oh, no! I don't need no, a car. It's just a. It's just a. It's just. It was just a rear. It was just a rear windshield. It's no big deal. It's already I been replaced. It's, it, stop. it's the greatest. I'm a man of. I'm a man of. Of duty. I'm a man of obligation. I know that. I'm a man of responsibility. So and so, I, I carry the heavy burden of destroying your life. No, stop! So it's, now, you're the best, I, man. I, you're the best, Bill. So listen, in the, in the cup, I love championship days. In the last I two minutes, I have to go. In the, in the last few minutes, I have with you here. You're the perfect person to ask. Uh, you know, um, the conversation about Coach K and better than Wooden, all time great. Wooden's two. He's now one, or Wooden's one and two. What do you think of when you hear that conversation? The questions about. I was there the day that John Wooden was named the greatest coach ever. Not the greatest basketball coach, not the greatest college coach, but the greatest coach ever. And the guys behind him were Vince Lombardi, Bear Bryant, Phil Jackson, Don Shula, and Red Auerbeck. And most of those guys were mad as can be, uh, particularly Phil, about being where they were on the list. And, and then when Red found out that he was behind Phil uh, from inside his coffin, he said, let me out of here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and John Wooden's remarks were along these lines. This is a very nice thing that you guys say about me, but there is no way that anyone can ever accurately say who the best is. What are the measurements? What are the standards? And then Coach Wooden took a pause and he said, I will acknowledge and accept that I'm among the best. And then he transferred it again. He said, I made a mistake with the pyramid of success and I want to apologize for that. Because I left the word love out of the pyramid of success. And love is the most powerful and important word in our language and culture. And until the, until the power of love supersedes the love of power, we have no chance at success, at moving forward. And then he closed it when he said, I looked around the room, and he said, I also want to apologize to everyone in this room and say I'm sorry and that I have not been able to do more to help you. Coach Wooden lived a life of service to others. Coach Wooden's life changed. He was the first great player in the history of basketball. He got hurt. He could no longer play. As that happens to everybody, he made a transition. He became this remarkable coach. I, have, I don't believe that he knows or he knew how great a coach he was and how incredibly important he was in, in enabling us to shape our lives. Mike Krzyzewski, like Vince Lombardi, Bear Bryant, Phil Jackson, Don Shula, and Red Auerbach, he's among the best. And 
Rich, how many children do you have? We have six children. Three. We have 14 grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And when somebody asks me who's the best, I just say I love them all. And I'm happy and privileged, honored, and most fortunate to to be a parent, to be a grandparent, to be a husband, to be a houseboy, to be someone who's able to uh, be, be part of something really special the way I've been here all this weekend in New Orleans. Mostly, though, I am grateful that Rich Eisen still takes my Call oh, please. after I ruined his Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Bill Walton. Have a great time I tonight, man. Dyson. What a game Westwood won tonight. Yes, it's all right there. How can we duplicate the game of forever? Let's go. Let's give it a try. You can't finish what you don't start. It's going to take everything that we have. Let's go. Take care. This at your own peril. You've been suitably warned. (laughs) Be in town early. Yeah. New Orleans, Jimmy Buffett, Grateful Dead, John Fogarty, Neville Brothers, Anders Osborne, Ico Ico, Toots and the Maytals, Leon Russell, Dr. John. Let's rock. Let's play. Put the ball in the air. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. I love Rich Eisen. I love Westwood One. Have a great time tonight, Bill. We'll be listening. You're the best. Thanks for the call. Out. There he goes. He's out. He's out. Mic <laughs> drop. That was, that was me. That was him. Wow. Whoa. So if you have your Bill Walton bingo card, oh my God. you know at the middle of the bingo card is is either Grateful Dead or John Wooden. Yeah, always. Okay. I think at this point it's the dead. It's okay. Let's just assume it's Grateful Dead. Okay. I have this bingo. Unbelievable. <laughs> I have the bingo of Jamba Juice, Mookie Blaylock, Grateful Dead, Pearl Jam, Dan Pastorini. Bingo. That's the yeah, five. Here we go. <laughs> well, we got a whole bunch of new drops on that yeah. one. I do. I knew, I had one last one to ask him about. Is like <laughs> who, who wore it better, North Carolina's Brady M- Monick or Bill Walton's Portland Trailblazer outfit? <laughs> yeah, Look. right. He's got the whole it's like flowing a, mane yeah. on the on the chin and the the cheeks and the hair. Yep. It's like going as Bill for Halloween from Portland. Yeah, they got somebody named Trailblazer on the Bill team. Walton. Oh my god! When he said that, <laughs> yeah, 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 Puff War of eighteen twelve. Ico Ico War of eighteen twelve. Leaky Black, uh, the French Quarter. <laughs> Fantastic, Dan Fogarty. I one thousand percent. When I get home, I'm re watching that interview and i'm gonna make a list of everything that was like the billy dropped. joel song <laughs> yeah we, we didn't start, start the fire we didn't start the walton <laughs> chocolate Mickey peanut Black butter love chocolate peanut butter well, love. i now want one of those from jamba right? juice that does that sound amazing. amazing i didn't know they made that <laughs> Me did, did he name every unc kansas player that played there before the year 1990 about, as well like fog allen <laughs> first ever NCAA tournament final matchup between two coaches who succeeded the same coach. Wow. Never thought I'd never that. heard of that before. I never thought about that. But Bill Self yeah. succeeded Roy, Roy Williams, Williams in and Kansas. Hubert Davis. And Hubert Davis succeeded Roy Williams in North Carolina. Never done. That, never, never, that did not never dawn, dawn on, on me. me. Yeah, I didn't think about that until he said it. Yeah, man, because wow. P.J. Carlissimo didn't, you know... Succeed Bill Frieder in Seton Hall. Man, wow. that was one of the best interviews of all time. Wow. And I, Rich, no offense to you, I don't even know if we can really call that an interview. No, I, like, I just, we just <laughs> open up the door and let hey, Bill run free. Very you know? few people <laughs> right? can make uh, a Joe Theismann seem like a, a mute. <laughs> Let's take a. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Let's take a break. <laughs> For your phone calls when we yes. come back, eight four four. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go. go. <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... 
find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Right here on uh, the Rich Eisen Show, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for our full entire archive of material. Back here, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Terzo in Iowa, all rise, calling onto the show. How are you, Terzo? Doing well, Rich. Doing well, man. That interview with Bill Wong, man, that's like a fluid stream of consciousness. It is unreal how he can regurgitate all that that quick. And think about it. He also had a stutter as a kid. Like he is that that's a, a man who has overcome an incredible amount. Um, by the way, two time uh, champion uh, and collegiately and professionally. 75th uh, anniversary all time team, just like our third hour guest, Dr. J. Um Bill Walton is truly um, uh, a unique individual, to say the least. Yeah, he really, he really is, and it's awesome. And it's awesome to have his uh, interviews. And it was a tough, it was a tough loss for Coach Kane. I, you know, I think it's just one of these moments, though, that I think we have to take a step back and kind of look at the legacy of Coach Kane. It's unfortunate that he goes out with a loss to UNC, but it still doesn't really, I think, change the fact that he's a, one of the all-time greats. And do we ever really remember a lot of these great coaches' last game? Like, do you remember uh, Dean Smith's last game? We will remember this one with Coach K just because of the way it went down. Yeah, man, because it was, um, you know, the Final Four. Whole country is watching. I, I don't know what uh, the ratings were. Thanks for the call, Terzo. I don't know what the Terzo. ratings were, but I'm sure it was uh, off the charts. Yeah. I mean, absolutely off the charts, especially since it went all the way down to the end. 18 lead changes. Get out of here. It's a great game, man. You know, 18 lead changes. That was the final one. Was uh, UNC taking the the lead and holding on to it. Caleb Love. That three-point shot is going to go down uh, as one of the gutsiest three-point shots in the history of the Final Four. Like Raftery, the onions. Just an onion I mean, to take that shot, you're up by one. It's like this is – you're going for the dagger – or, you know, most likely you might be because your adrenaline's flowing. Little long, long rebound. You know what? Leading to another transition opportunity for Duke. Yeah, Duke fast break. Like... And instead you just hoist it and go, this is it, folks. We're, then, then all we got to do is make our free throws. Which Duke couldn't do. They missed eight. Oh, my gosh. Did they ever. They lose by four, and they miss eight free throws. Did Especially at the end, you had the center on the line there, and that's just. He was a good free throw shooter. Yeah. But missed both. Missed both of them. And I, I do feel for those kids because, you know, if you're playing for your coach and you want to do him right, and you, gotta and, and, and you got people like me talking about, you know, how, and I think I'm right. The argument's over. There's no more arguments between these two these two rivals he's the all-time great coach what do you have you have dean smith we had dean smith we had coach k you know coach k had this dean didn't have that i mean end of story we 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 ended coach k's career in cameron with a loss and then we ended his career with a loss we're the ones who sent him packing and you and us the final and it's like what you said earlier. Like, what, if you're a Duke fan, what can you say to a North Carolina fan now? Yeah, I wanted to like last say? week say that. Well, say? at least make Duke beat. Um, they won the last game when Coach Smith was there, but they didn't. North, Car- <laughs> North Carolina won uh, his last. Honestly, yeah. His last I, mean, game, you know what? So. I, I would like to throw up on the phone lines, and we'll tweet it out during the commercial break. Sure. If you're a Duke fan, what can you say to a North Carolina fan from now on? Make your case. I mean, what do you got? <laughs> What do you got? You're first up. You're the one with the microphone in front of you. What can you say? You can't. What are you going to say? If 
five national titles, maybe? No, that's, no. That's all you can really aggregate, say. You go on the aggregate as well. You should because Let's the aggregate is the words incredible. I don't understand. Like, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're right, though, man. It's Chris, I hate that you were right. I, I absolutely no, hate no, that you were no, right. No, no, no. I know you do. He was it's okay. About what? That, that, that will only remember Cameron, the, the loss of Cameron? Yeah, because now he's no. got it. Now he's kind of right. Like, no, no, no. It still was a terrible take. It's still his worst take in the history of the show after they lost at Cameron to UNC saying that no matter what happens in the NCAA tournament, this is all we'll be talking about. Well, now it's times two. We're talking well, about now it's it, times, times two. two. Well, because at the time, what were the odds that they'd face each other in the NCAA yeah. tournament, yeah. let alone in the final happened. four? Come How on. has that never happened before? Because, yeah. because, no because both were probably either seeded one and two. Uh, right. That's a good point. They made the final four together one year in 91. They didn't, you know. Size of opposite sides of the uh, of the the bracket that's probably why it happened but i mean you you know put it all together and if duke had actually won we'd be talking about tonight's game could be crowning coach k as the greatest uh, of all time and we're not talking about cameron at all but Mm-mm. now we are that's for sure <laughs> greg cosell talking nfl draft coming up the whole roy williams thing though rich that's like that point you brought up. I didn't even are- think about that. First first finals matchup ever. How, how many matchups in the history of the NCAA tournament ever had even that? Whatever round. Yeah. 64-32, Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final 4, Final Game. Who's ever been around? I mean, what? I can't even think well, of I mean, that. Patino is around it long enough. Like, could... could uh, Calipari could Providence ever, you know, Calipari ever faced, you know, whoever followed him in Providence? Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know. How but, many times that ever happened where two coaches face each other in the NCAA tournament and they succeeded the same, same. guy? I mean, it has to be Larry Brown. I mean, the guy's been out Oh, everywhere. I forgot about him, right? Yeah. Basically, Roy Williams tonight, though, he's going to do his best LeVar Ball impression. By the way, how about Larry Brown is an assistant for Penny Hardaway? Yeah, I know. Did you see that? I I, I uh, forgot about that. Me too. And then they showed him during one of the games. I and was it's like, just oh, like, oh my Brown's god, back! What a resource to have on the on the on the bench. Hey, Larry, what do you think? <laughs> Larry, ever been through this? Only about eighty three times before. With five different teams. What, no biggie. What'd you do in the twenty nine million other times you've had this scenario, Larry? <laughs> what would you have done with Danny Manning in this position, Larry? I mean, Danny Manning's having a great time. He's they part keep, of the broadcast they tonight. Keep showing him in the crowd. Well, um, yeah, I just want to mention tonight, um, Kevin Kugler, Clark Kellogg, PJ Carlissimo at the mic for Westwood One. Love it. Andy Katz will be roaming the benches. Nice. Jason Horowitz and Doug Gottlieb are doing the pregame and halftime and post with Bill Walton. Now, here's the issue with the post. <laughs> pregame, you got to get off the air for the tip. Halftime, you got to get off the air for the second half. Post game, good luck. Bill, what do you think of tonight's game? Rich, I can't Here believe it. Here we go. Here we go. Ah, here we go. <laughs> New Orleans. French Quarter, oh beignets, Fogarty, music, hurricane. Ico, Grateful Dead, Buki Blaylock, Dan Pastorini. Bob Pettit. He's having lunch with Bob Pettit. <laughs> right, right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just fantastic. Greg Cosell, let's talk NFL draft when we come back.